Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. 630 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office Equipment Solutions North America wide. Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A. On Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. Welcome back, everybody. It's the second hour of Oilers now, and it's 106 at Edmonton. Bob Stoffer and Brendan Escott with you. Lots to still get to. Oilers now is brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex, who wish you and yours all the best during these uncertain times. Hugh Porter and the staff at Digitex.ca, Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office technology and software. You can reach us on a River Cree Resort Casino hotline. When the province gets fully back up and at them, the River Cree will be back up and at them. We will also tell you, you can text us on our Ashley Fine Floors text line, 780-496-0063. Ashley Fine Floors, providing winning results for over 35 years. In this hour, from the cult of hockey, David Staples. And at 135 today, our NHL insider, John Shannon, for our friends at Legacy Heating and Cooling. We'll also have our North Division report for Craig Hummel at REMAX Excellence, as well as the Stan Oilers history for New West Travel. Without further ado, we are pleased to uh, head off to the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline and hook up with David Staples from the Cult of Hockey. Hello, David. How are you? I'm great, Bob. How are you? Good. Interesting times. Uh, the Oilers have got uh, the top two. First of all, what a difference uh, three games makes. Eh? And fr- like the, the tone of the text on Friday's show, and uh, a lot of people had already, David, basically cashed the season in and thought the Oilers were finished. And lo and behold, here they are now at 6-6. Six and six. Now, granted, they've beaten Ottawa twice, but you got to take care of business against Ottawa. And they've got uh, the two top scorers in the NHL. And maybe last night they got uh, some real positive signs. So I'd like to get your thoughts on... Uh, First, Evan Bouchard, what you saw and where he might fit in. Wasn't that a remarkable display of skill, Bob, last night from Evan Bouchard? We were seeing, you know, in his first game, he had been sitting out. He, I think he's, he hasn't played in a month, competitive hockey. He's been sitting there uh, waiting to get in. And he, get in, he gets in the game and he executes uh, some passes and shots that, we, that I don't think any other Edmonton Oilers defenseman has the skill to execute, uh, even at this point. Um, you know, his, his ability to get... Uh, 
shots on net from the point to move his stick or move his body to walk the line and get that puck through. And just really impressive. And um, the, the play that I like the most, actually, though, was just a, a neutral zone play. He gets the puck near his own blue line. Uh, the puck shot there, and he, he scoops it up, and he immediately makes a beautiful saucer pass to McDavid at the blue line, who yep. who uh, relays it to Pugliarvi, who almost scores. I mean, that was such a fantastic play, and it's the kind of um, pinpoint rapid heads-up passing that Bouchard's capable of doing, does all the time, but we don't see from other Oilers defensemen consistently. So it's just, I don't, it, it was so tantalizing, even though it was just against Ottawa, so you never quite know, and you never know how he's gonna, Bouchard's going to do under heavy forechecking. But that was, that was kind of very encouraging, to say the least. Well, we refer to that as the Wasserman special since both McDavid and Bouchard are represented by Jeff Jackson and uh, Marcus Lato, formerly of Acme World, is now with Wasserman as well, and he's got Paul Yarby. So we uh, we talked a bit about that play earlier in the game. Where do you see Bouchard fitting in here? Like Ken Holland was on, uh, I think he said we're going to get Brendan to dig up the clip here, but around 12.25 today, you know, he sort of inferred that he thought Bouchard would stay in the lineup against Calgary, get another look at him. But where do you see him fitting with this Oilers team? Well, it's it's hard, isn't it? Because when Ethan Bear comes back, you have Bear, Larson, and Tyson Berry all on the right side, and they're all, I think, uh, really good defensemen who offer something a little bit different, each of them. And the, the one that uh, Bouchard is most similar to is Tyson Berry, who um, has really stepped up his game and is starting to bring his A game consistently and, and earning a spot in the lineup. So the question is then, do you move one of these right side guys over to the left side? And I think that's a real possibility, Bob. I'm not sure who it is because I don't know who has the most experience doing that, if any of them, because right shot defensemen are always at a premium. So they are, hardly ever get that chance. But I don't think you should go into a game like I, I like Larson, Logason, and Russell as defensive players, and I think they're all super solid defensively. But all three of those guys struggle um, somewhat, at least, to add offense, especially Russell. And and if you're going to have three of those guys in the lineup at the same time, I don't think that's optimum for the Oilers. So I think either. Logason or Russell will sit out and you'd put one of those right shot guys on the other side. Maybe Ethan Bear can do it because he's quite maneuverable and a very steady, smart hockey player. Move over to the other side, but that might be worth a try. All right. Here is Ken Holland's comment from earlier today pertaining to how Bouchard's situation might be handled carrying forward. He puts the puck in the net. He's poised with the puck. He can he can pass. Um, he's a really good young defenseman. He's already going to be a really important part of uh, of where we go here going going forward. So yeah, I mean, la- I think last night was really good for for Tip to get to see him uh, firsthand. And uh, the more depth we can have, the more competition we can have, the better our team is going to be. So uh, certainly looking forward to, uh, to Calgary on on Saturday. And I'm sure he's. I would expect and think that he's going to be in the lineup and. Um, Hopefully he can continue to, to grow. There you go. That's from General Manager Ken Holland earlier on our show today. So pretty effusive in his praise of uh, Evan Bouchard. You talked about skill. The Oilers got the top two scores in the league, Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl, 1-2. Now you had a guy like uh, Bouchard potentially, and again, we'll see where this goes, but he certainly looks like he can make plays. Does that change the dynamic for those guys as well? For McDavid and Dreisaitl, if they got a guy like uh, Bouchard that can simply, he's a hockey player, he can make plays. 
there was times last game when I'm when I, McDavid had the puck down low on the offensive end, and I'm thinking, just pass it back to Bouchard, pass it back to Bouchard, and I don't. I don't think they quite realize, perhaps, um, I've been watching them in Sweden all year, and they don't, you know, once they figure out exactly how to work with Evan Bouchard and what he brings to the table as an offensive hockey player, it could be dynamite in a way that we haven't had that kind of, you know, defense working with forwards in a long time in Edmonton. So, um, yeah, Bob. And the other thing I noticed about Bouchard that I hadn't seen before, I was really impressed with his speed in terms of attacking with the puck. I don't think I've ever ever seen him move that fast with the puck than he just moved in that game last night uh he was really fast and uh that surprised me so yeah when 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 it starts to all mesh together including on the power play um that's what i'm what i'm also hoping to see is bouchard uh getting chance at least on the second power play um we're gonna see i mean mcdavid and drysdale are already scoring at a supersonic level but uh the entire team we could see more even strength offense i think uh, out of the players uh, due to Bouchard's contribution. Call to hockey's David Staples. David, Neil Yakupov was a very popular player here. It didn't work out. Yes, Apoliarvi has a similar type of popularity, but he's doing stuff that Yakupov never did in terms of playing in straight lines, competing physically. This fan base really wants to see this guy. I mean, it's tough to be a naysayer. Uh, I think Mark might have found that out last night. He got absolutely. He definitely found it out. He got crushed uh, with one of his tweets last night. Uh, Mark Spector did. But anyhow, uh, your thoughts on Paul Yarby? You know, I, I. Mark's been a little bit critical, mildly critical of Pugliarvi this year, but you know, half half the games I'm thinking, is this is this the second coming of Neil Yakupov, or is this the next Blake Wheeler? Like he's he is so Pugliarvi wow has been so inconsistent. He has been really inconsistent. But Bob, there's been three games this year where he has looked like Blake Wheeler, but there's been also three games where he's looked like Neil Yakupov, clueless. You know, not not you know coughing up the puck, not making plays not combining with his teammates all over the ice and then there's games like last night where you just think oh my god this guy the the sky is the limit with this player so i'm starting to see enough of and we actually saw this in in his games in finland this year this incredible inconsistency in his game i i'm not in his head i don't know the, the player or the person but i just wonder if it comes down to confidence and when he's feeling confident and he's and he's made up his mind that he's going to make a contribution um he, I think he he starts to bring this incredible skill game and a big man skill game that is that it's uh, so effective and affected on McDavid's line. And last night, I think for the first time, I saw McDavid and Nugent Hopkins looking for Pugliarvi with passes, looking to make plays with him, and you know, including him in the play like they have never done before, which I think is a really good sign. They're starting to trust this player. He is he's earning that trust, and. Um, good things can flow from there. Blake Wheeler's first year in the NHL. He was 22. He played three years at Minnesota, never signed with the Phoenix Coyotes, was the fifth overall pick in 2004. Uh, played another year in the USHL, three years at Minnesota, then broke in with Boston. Second year in Boston, 38 points in 82 games, and they ended up moving him halfway through 10-11, and then he just took his career to the next level with the Winnipeg Jets, and now he's played 940 games. Hmm. Sort of an interesting comparison there. All right, we're going to switch it. Well, one more Oiler thing here. Uh, David Staples, call to hockey. Gaetan Haas, can he be a third-line center in your opinion? 
Bob, I, I think I've been thinking he's been a, saying he's been a decent bet as third line center all along because it, he he was trending in that direction last year because he's fast and as Ken Holland just said he's always on the def- right side of the puck defensively and this is what I notice like I'm I'm breaking down scoring chances as part of my work looking for who who the culprits are in scoring chances against Haas is j- just remarkable in the how little he he gives the opposition and it's not because he's this like big Bobby Clobber hammering on him but it's because he's always almost always in the right spot in the defensive zone making sure that the guy in the slot the, the opponent in the slot doesn't get open for a shot he's blocking the passing lane he's right close to him he's always there so yeah I think he can be a 3C he has a little bit of an offensive game because he's he's getting more confident with the puck he really tips pucks well you can we remember that from last year and he, I think he can combine well with other players so yeah um, and l- l- let's face it right now there's not a lot of other options right now on 3C they've tried Three other guys at center, all of them have really struggled. So they're kind of banking on him, but I I think it's uh, a good bet. All right. Total switch up here for people to think about. So today, Team Canada announced their management committee. That's part of the reason why we had Ken Holland on the show. We've got David Staples with us right now. You want to discuss what might happen with the China uh, Winter Olympics in 2022. Go for it, Dave. The floor is yours. Uh, well, Bob, I'm excited as anyone about the Canadian uh, players, best Canadian players being in the Olympics again. I, I live for that hockey. It's what I like the best. But I, I've i got a concern that we're going to be, there's not going to be uh, Canada or the USA or other teams at the Olympics because of China's behavior on the international stage. They've been extremely aggressive in Hong Kong. They um, are, um, you know, in in Canadian Canada's Parliament, they've called what's happening to the Uyghur people, a Muslim minority in China, and uh, pardon my pronunciation, I'm not sure about that, um, a genocide. So they're putting them into to camps and rounding them up and putting them into camps in China. I I think there's a, a very good chance that many democratic countries around the world are going to have had enough of China by then and will boycott the Olympics. And I don't want to see that, but on the other hand, how can you go in good conscience? So if um, Trump was very anti-China, if he was still president, I think there would be very small chance, actually, that the USA would be going. With Biden uh, and Trudeau, they tend to want to try to normalize, have um, better relations with China, um, for good or for ill. And so there's less of a chance of a boycott. But I do think it's, I would say it's about 50-50 right now, whether we'll even see uh, the best Canadians and best American players, at least, at the Olympics. It's going to be an intriguing situation to watch. Uh, I might concur. I, I think that there's a willingness of the two current parties that are representing both the United States and Canada to be open to China. Not everybody agrees with the, the politics out of China. Uh, some people have stronger opinions on it than others. It is it is going to be interesting. I don't think there's any question about it. I, I'm going to be... China has been very assertive with hockey. Let's not forget that, David. I mean, they've they've flown NHL. It's a long way to go to play a couple games, and they've uh, had relationships with some of the greatest players in the history of the game to get uh, more involvement. Um, I, I'm like, I, I want to see it. I do. I mean, I think if I if I pulled not... Like, I'll throw it out there right now on the Ashley Fine Floors text line, 780 780- Four nine six zero zero six three. Do you want to see the world's best players play in the Winter Olympics in twenty twenty two? And you know, I guess the question is, 
how far do you go to to fight the politics that are occurring in that country? I'm I'm frankly, I get it. I know there's stuff going on that not everybody likes. I, I'd say let's try to find a way to play. That's that'd be my perspective, Dave. But I hear where you're coming from. How do people uh, How do people follow you? Uh, for the uh, hockey stuff on Twitter at D Staples and for politics at David Staples Yeg. All right. Uh... <laughs> you should see the text that I've just blown in. It's uh, we've got some uh, we've got some pretty uh, jacked up people right now. People are really into it, and that's that's one more, one more. And we're going to talk about this with uh, John Shannon coming up. This Canadian division, the North Division, Dave, it's working. It. It's working, isn't it, Bob? I just uh, my hope is. You know, there's been some reluctance for this to happen, for the Canadian teams all to play each other. And I think it mainly comes out of Toronto and Montreal, if I'm not mistaken. They want to play the the original six teams and traditional rivalries. So so I get that. I'm just hoping this make this is so popular with Canadian hockey fans, and this is so popular that it makes a, a barrel full of money for, for Rogers Sportsnet and for the NHL. And they realize this is the way we can best cash in in Canada um, on hockey. And and because I just, I absolutely, I absolutely love and adore what's going on with the Canadian division. I'm not paying any attention at all, hardly, to the American divisions. And it reminds me, I was talking to Bruce McCurdy about this last night. He mentioned it reminds him of the original six days. I didn't watch hockey back then, but it does remind me of the WHA teams when there were so few teams at the end. And you, you really got to know the other players and other teams so well. And and every game was, was thrilling and exciting because it was a great rivalry. And this is also going to ensure that we get a Canadian team in the semifinals of the Stanley Cup playoffs, which is another bonus, and we're going to have some great rounds of the playoffs, way more exciting. So it's just it's just endless wins as far as I can see, and I hope it sticks. All right, we'll have a little. Thanks a lot, David, for joining us. Uh, we'll hook up next week, okay? Thanks, Bob. From the cult of hockey, that's David Staples. Uh, boy, uh, that certainly uh, brought the heat out on the old text line, on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. We'll just give you a sampling right now. Mark in St. Albert, absolutely I want to see Olympics go ahead in China. I don't think that Staples knows what he's talking about on this. Uh, let me see. That's Bandy Olympics with the world's uh, largest trading partner and consumer. Not. That one comes to us uh, from Mark in St. Albert. Again, uh, you can uh, text us at 7804960063 and again it's a, it's a you know an interesting there is an element to it. Uh, JR in Calgary says, yes, sir, for Olympic hockey. Let's see McDavid and Crosby on the same team. Let's go, boys. And, again, you can uh, text us at any time. Uh, out of Drayton Valley, not in China. It would be like the Olympics in Germany before World War II. We need to stand up to a dictatorship, uh, uh, dictatorship uh, with communism rule. That one comes to us uh, out of Drayton Valley. And, again, uh, another texter, Brian, says, Bob, I have no interest in seeing the Olympics being played in China. Um, there you go. And you can text us, 780-496-0063. Bob, I'm a diehard hockey fan from Edmonton Quibs, but we can't sacrifice human rights progress for entertainment as much as I want to see the untouchable Canadian All-Star team crush uh, on the world stage. It isn't worth letting China keep stomping on everyone else's human rights. So those are the... And it's... There, there's a lot of, man, a lot of you are bringing it on this topic. It's all part of the beauty of what we do. All right, we'll take a quick timeout, come back with our North Division report on Oilers Now. 
subscribe to the Oilers Now podcast. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you find your podcasts. Oilers Now with Bob Stopper on 630 Chad. 126 in Edmonton. Time for our North Division report. Brought to you by Craig Hummel at Remax Excellence. Finding your dream home, listing your old home, it all starts at soldtodayedmonton.ca. Find it, love it, move in. Here's Brendan Escott. Okay, we have a new team sitting at the top of the Scotia North Division. Montreal with their win last night. Now 7-1-2 and two on the year. Good for 16 points. That is one more than the Toronto Maple Leafs who have now played the same amount of games as Montreal. I know the Habs had a couple games in hand uh, for a while now. Toronto's got points in their last five games though. They'll play Vancouver next. Uh, Winnipeg, Edmonton rounding out the final two playoff spots there, Bob. 6-6 uh, six and six record, of course, for the Oil. They're 12 points tied with Vancouver's 12, though they have a game in hand. Calgary, Ottawa rounding out the basement of this division. Ottawa still has not won since opening night. So the Oilers uh, Saturday in Calgary, and then they got a pair on Monday and Tuesday in Ottawa, and then one game in Montreal before coming back for a pair against the Winnipeg Jets. There's an old saying in the car business, cars cost less than Wetaskiwit. Outstanding customer service, Akita Business as well. Brent Ridge Ford is a nine-time President's Diamond Award winner for customer satisfaction. Ford is built for you. I'm in a 2021 F-150. It's loaded. Great navigation system. All the fun stuff. It's really good, though, that they got Johnny down at Brent Ridge to spend some time with me to show me how everything works because that's... I'm limited when it comes to some of the technical stuff. Let's just put it that way. Let Johnny, Uncle Milt, Rich, the gang at Brent Ridge Ford lend a hand. You can reach them at 1-877-477-3673 or visit BrentRidge.com. John Shannon, our NHL insider to talk about a topic that we have not brought up during the course of today's show. He'll have some quick rips on the orders as well after a global news, weather, traffic update with Eileen Bell. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.